0: Concrete, hey mahogany. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How's it going? Honey, it's Sunday. Happy Sunday, ladies. How y'all doing? I'm real doing... good, real good. Good, good, good. What's going on, Miss Mahogany? Girl, we done finally got you up here for a whole interview, honey. <laughs> yes, I'm so honey.
1: excited. I love being with y'all. So I'm just excited to see to get this thing started excited to talk about this i hope that people learn from it i'm looking forward to learning from you ladies so i'm just excited
0: good 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 how was y'all's weekend good my weekend was good too
2: um it was a busy one but it was good um what, what, what did your weekend include we'll let our guests go first mahogany what did your weekend include kind of the same
1: old same old. i usually do a lot of my deep cleaning if you will house cleaning and then i spend time with my dog (laughs) i'm kind of a boring person but um well no seems like lately as i get older i get boring but um um i do actually have a plant some plants today Mm. a few i wouldn't i guess that was friday we went to go see the woman king so we did that on a friday but really how was that i love well I know I'm going to get beat up for this, but I, I thought the acting was amazing. I thought the acting was amazing. I Of course, everybody knows it, that Hollywood did definitely um, poke and, and prod it into the movie. But I focused more on the acting, and I thought that they all did an amazing job. I was a little bit, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, so the research that I had done about that group was when I was in college. Um, I guess, you know, there, there have been, basically it took place. It it was more about the tribes in fighting versus fighting, um, the oppressors. And then basically it came down to a point where they realized that, Hey, it's a matter of time. We all are black and they're going to come for us eventually. So maybe we should stop this mess. Um, but I wish they had, I wish it was a little bit more accurate, but it's Hollywood, you know, they gotta,
2: yeah yeah critique you it. already know what can you expect but i've been hearing mixed reviews about it but i'm glad that you enjoyed it
1: <laughs> well my thing is and then i won't harp on it too much i feel like in order to really critique it you got to go see it to critique it
2: yeah that's that's a good point and i feel the mm-hmm. same way i'm typically like that when it comes to uh movies because everybody will have a different opinion so i do i'm one of the people who i'm like you got to check it out for yourself because I've heard, you know, horrible reviews about something and then I watched it and Mm -hmm. I loved it, or I've heard rave reviews and then I watched it and I'm like, "Mm -hmm."
0: Right. It's been a lot of mixed reviews. Um, especially from the women, a lot of women were saying that they were trying to whitewash, uh, the events that happened or dumb it down more. So I felt that I did
2: feel that too all the women that i've seen that went to go see it absolutely are raving about it like all the women and i'm talking about women who have some modicum of consciousness or women who are somewhat male identified or not you know what I would consider staunch feminists who do seem to be somewhat objective, seem to be raving about the movie and feel that people are boycotting the movie unfairly. But the men are like, no way, no how, we want nothing to do with it. So I'm seeing the women on one side and the men on another is what i say this: I don't think, if they're gonna boycott this film, there's
1: a whole lot of other films you should boycott. I don't think it's worth boycotting, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I, I, have talked about the similarities in other films, I, because yeah. uh, black women playing a lead role, a lot of people have a problem period. And then yeah. also, um, I agree with you. Uh, Cause I don't want to spoil it. Cause I want people to go see it. I will say this, it, it shows a type of, and I hate that word online, but there is a true sisterhood in real life, but online, we don't know nothing about that, <laughs> but basically it shows a kind of of a genuine sisterhood, if you will, where women are loving on each other, looking out for one another, caring for one another. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of us over here in, in the United States have kind of lost it. They don't understand what that's like. Mm-hmm. When you're in the service right. and you're close with women, You you, it's a little bit different. So I understand that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I, I totally relate to that, like totally relate because it does give you a different sense of camaraderie. And you're actually, you can be in dangerous situations sometimes and you can't leave you can't call your mama you can't call mm-hmm. your daddy you can't call no brothers you're forced to depend on um people that you barely know like that so mm-hmm. I, I think that's a a, a great point Frank how was Cannon. your weekend danny baby um you looking
2: good looking like nobody money you exactly. look like you had a good weekend baby. You're coming out here looking fabulous
0: okay sis i see you Thank you, ma'am. Y'all look beautiful mm-hmm. as well. Thank you. Honey, I called myself celebrating my grandma's birthday. My grandmother, uh-huh. uh, it, she would have been 83 this year. Uh-huh. But my grandma was one of those women that will get you told in a minute. She ain't take no shit. Mm-hmm. And she was the first person I drank with. Um, so when I was about 10, uh-huh. uh, I had like my first like real alcohol with her. And she gave me some Remy V S O P, and she said, "Don't let them niggas buy you no cheap shit." Oh, <laughs> okay, <her>. Granny. Okay. <laughs> so this week, this weekend, Saturday, uh curlin and I went out. We had our little date night, mm-hmm. and of course, they had no damn Remy V S O P. that had that ratchet ass Hennessy, and I went. <laughs> the Hennessy We're won. In that penny water, girl. It told my ass up. Uh, I was oh. sick all yesterday, honey. Oh and then having to run around i had solomon's game i was everywhere yesterday and I, I was like by the time i got i got into bed about 10 o'clock last night mm-hmm. i was like i'm spent i don't i don't like i think kern was trying to talk mm-hmm. <laughs> you was out of it huh come on it was baby. over with take, take your ass to bed now <laughs> listen um, no.
2: I had a very full weekend. My weekend was, it was, I enjoyed it because I had such a busy start to my week. And it was like mm. one thing after another, just boom, 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 boom. This with the kids had to take care of that A little bit of this. Um, yesterday I hung out with my best friend. We did uh-huh. like wine and charcuterie boards. And, um, she had, um, she has a new construction home and I finally got out. She lived all the way out in the Boonies Child, like in Covington. And it is like far as heck. So, I made that trek and finally got out to see her new home and stuff. And we just had like girl talk and, you know, some charcuterie boards and, you know, wine and just hung out and like for a good while. And then I went to my oldest daughter's house. She just moved into a new apartment. So, helped her decorate and stuff for a bit and um, brought my butt back home. But it was like I enjoyed my weekend. It was like doing things that I wanted to do and just a very enjoyable weekend chill, but, you know, enjoyable nonetheless. So it was a real good weekend for me. I am kind of getting excited because I'm seeing elements of fall and fall is my favorite season. Yes. Baby, I, I'm already um booking my fall calendar. Like, literally <laughs> I have, I literally have my fall calendar on my phone and I'm plugging, like, things in
0: to do for your ass need to be trying to book for the I ain't listen, gonna go. I, I, ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna go. <laughs> I'm excited, but nonetheless,
2: it was a super dope weekend. So I just wanted to just touch base and see how everyone is doing before we get off into this interview, because baby, we're about to talk about it. And as you all know, we talked a bit last week about the fact that, you know, Black men or one Black man in particular, a Black content creator, talked about how Black women don't face discrimination. And, you know, one of the ways we talked about Black women facing discrimination is in the medical field. That is absolutely yeah. a Uh, documented area in which black women face discrimination so we're going to touch on that as well as some other elements of you know things that black women encounter and endure in the medical field And we're going to talk about it with our lovely guest, Miss Mahogany Roots. Um, Before we get into that, we're going to let her introduce herself. For those of you who may not be familiar with her and her platform, we'll let uh, Mahogany Roots and MJ give uh, a, a brief introduction of who she is, what she's about and what she has going on. Hey! Thank you, thank you
1: so much, ladies. My name is Mahogany Roots and MJ. My channel is just a mixed channel, and when I say a mix, I mean a mix. I kind of—I'm almost certain I haven't been diagnosed, but I'm almost certain I got a little bit of uh, ADHD going on because I am everywhere. I've always had that type of personality. I got a lot of different interests, so basically, that the channel reflects that. Um, but it's a very welcoming channel. Um, who about me, I do have a history in the service. Um, 10 years. And I'm proud of that. Um, I'm actually, I've worked with service members after I got out. I have worked in the medical and the dental field. Um, right now I'm working in the dental field. Um, and like I said, I worked with soldiers even after I got out. I continued to work on posts. So I got a little bit of experience there. As far as discrimination, I can definitely tell you I got, I've, there's so many stories. It's weird when you were talking about that guy who said there's, they don't think black women face discrimination, I literally can sit on the phone. I could call phone a friend up right now and they will all tell you, most of my friends will tell you that they have went through something, whether it was in school or after school at their job. I mean, it, it happens all the time. It happened to me. Cause I was, um, I think my class, we started out with two, black girls. And by
2: the end of it was just me that graduated. And there's a reason for that. Um, and One it's not- last thing that. I hadn't even considered that you and Danny might be able to even speak to is in the service too. Like I didn't yeah, even think about that. I like,
0: am yeah, um, trying to gather a lot of female veterans, because at some point, I think that's also going to be a good conversation to have. There's a lot of untold stories about women um, going through the services. Women going through any type of uh service is, you know, uh, the unseen heroes, honey, And I think that that's definitely something to talk about later on down the line. So any female veterans, uh, reach out to us if y'all would like to be on our panel at the breakdown2020 at gmail.com. And if y'all could, drop Mahogany's link uh, throughout the oh, interview um, and go subscribe you. to her. So Thank you. We'll
2: I'm sorry. Names, I, I think I answered. OK. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we will be dropping Mahogany's link throughout the um, broadcast mm-hmm. so you guys will know where to find her. And you guys make sure to go over and sub to her channel in order to support. So let's just get right off into the discussion. And like I said, we'll be talking about a variety of things that tie into the topic and that, you know, um, are specific to black women and, um, relating to black women in medical essentially, and the things that they endure, um, re- surrounding like, you know, their, um, their medical, um, uh, issues that they deal with. So one of the things that I want to talk about that is, is, is very pressing. That is, um, you know, front page news right now before we even hop off into the topic because i know that we're going to talk about some things that is going to result in us getting pushback from the fellas um and they're one of the things that they're going to say is that we are essentially making a mountain out of a molehill that we're mm. not really oppressed that we uh, you know, have too much time on our hands that we are essentially creating this um, narrative that we're being oppressed, especially when we see things like what is happening in Iran with the young lady who was recently, her life was recently taken as a result of the way in which she was wearing her hijab. She was allegedly wearing her hijab wrongly and where her hair was showing and the morality police, um, she was assaulted by the morality police and she was um, beaten and you know she lost her life. And as a result, there are protests going on in 22 cities in Iran and around the nation where women are standing in solidarity with this woman and shaving their head, even in the U.S., shaving their heads and they're doing a myriad of things. Other Muslim women are taking off their hijabs. And um, in the Quran, it is, you know, it goes against the Quran to shave your head. So that is a, you know, big no-no. And, you know, there's women doing a bunch of different displays to stand in solidarity with you know, the women of Iran because of this woman who lost her life. And then you have black women who black men will say are complaining about nothing, who are complaining about faux discrimination or being oppressed when we're not really oppressed. And I want to know, Mahogany, first from you, what say you to that? Um, Do you think that the men have a point? And Danny, if you want to chime in on that, I'd love to hear from you as well.
1: Who you asked me, you might have to help me um, make sure I got it all. Okay, I'm sorry. I know that was very
2: loaded. I know that was loaded, but I know that that this is a big topic and I wanted to hop into that first and foremost. I don't think it's fair.
1: I I will say this. I don't agree with the men. I don't agree with anybody that would say that something is being exaggerated. If it's it's, if I'm not walking in their shoes, how can I say that? I don't know their walk. You know, um, that's why I never, you know, I um, have had discrepancies with some of the men, but I would never say that I understand what their stripes are. So I don't think it's fair for them to tell us that because they don't know. Um, What was the second part that you were just
2: basically um, how do I feel about that? Right. Do you think that essentially um, they have a valid point to say that, you know, there are women who are truly being oppressed in these other countries, whereas Mm -hmm. Black women aren't being oppressed truly, that, you know, we are creating a narrative that we're being oppressed or we're being discriminated against um, just essentially for a talking point? Okay. So I will
1: say this. because I'm balanced and fair, when you look at the way women are treated in other cross- countries across the world, we do have a lot less to complain about. I'm just let's just face it: we can Thank walk you. out of our homes and show a little leg, show a cap, and we don't have to worry about being flogged on the legs. My brother was stationed over there in one of those countries, so I know a little bit about it. Um, I was never stationed over there, but he he was horrified at what he saw women it's nothing for a woman to get beat down in the street and nobody will do nothing nothing at all you have no law to call your husband is your law your Mm -hmm. father is your law and if you shame him or he feels like you shame him he could do anything with you that's true oppression that's true fear yeah um so I would never it's honestly it's an insult to compare what we're going through over over here right now at this point in time with what some of these other women are going through and that's all over the world it's not just in iran it's right. in africa and asia too um so um i will I, but i won't say that we don't have anything to complain about because we're going through things too but it's, it's it's a little bit more subtle at times you know um it's and sometimes it's just it's just different our our, our right. lives are- in danger
0: yeah right uh, we have a different structure and right. i think the things that the men go through we we have a different set of problems men have things that are specific to men that men go through and men tend to minimize a lot of our things because they kind of feel like it's emotional whiny um you just bitching just to be bitching about something when Our problems are specific to us as women, especially women in the US. Um, So I read an article recently that said that black women are, I think three times as likely to die during childbirth than any other woman in the United States. And it's uh, because we don't have like adequate healthcare, um, poverty, and there's a lot of different factors that Take place, but we face our own types of discrimination. We face yes. our own types of problems that I feel like men minimize because they they're not going through it. Um, uh, men I, don't I carry see. children. How I would do. you know? Um, and it's not like men are really gonna take the time to do a lot of research on issues that don't pertain to them. Ooh, you know, sick. it's easy Eat to up, the finger and say they ain't gonna okay,
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, me. Um, and I'm over here clapping, yes, I am. Go, go ahead, sis, eat them <laughs> up. Um, listen, we cannot skip over what you just said, we have to talk about that because that is a subtopic to the topic in and of itself. When we talk about the ma- uh, maternal mortality rate, but yeah, let's pause for a second because I want to just chime in. I think that you got you, lady, y'all spot on, and this look, because we have three objective women on the panel that can see both sides of the argument. And I think that, Mahogany, you were spot on when you said, first of all, we're comparing apples to oranges. Like, we we can't minimize the fact that we, as Black women, do have our own set of issues in this country. But also, we also can't compare it to what women in some of these other countries are dealing with because they're subjugated and oppressed on an entirely different level that we could not even fathom, you know, like literally these women, my husband was Muslim for 30 years. These are laws that are within the muslim doctrine they can't show their ankles they can't show their hair at all like not even to men in their family that come over their house like literally these are law these are written laws in which they live their lives by and not only that like their husbands are allowed to in- enact corporal punishment and the yeah. law is completely 100% behind their husbands so yeah. like you know it's a completely different culture they operate by a completely different set of rules and standards one in which we don't even understand so i do think it's comparing apples to oranges and you know but i also believe that it, it would be um wrong to minimize and completely say that we have nothing to complain about to minimize and completely say that you know um black women have absolutely you know, every uh, right that is available and known to man. I think that, yes, Black women do create some of these false issues and make it seem like we need movements. And in some instances, we don't. Um, They do make mountains out of molehills in some instances. Absolutely. But I also do think that there are some fights that need to be had, uh, i.e. a fight for, you know, uh, against, uh, you know, maternal mortality. You know, there are are clearly some um, issues as it relates to the U.S. Uh, healthcare system, where Black women are dying at a rate of three times that of their yeah. their um, other cou- counterparts. counterparts. So, yeah. in that case, we can't say that you know there's not discrimination happening, and that you know there isn't some sort of um, system that needs to be in place and some sort of research that needs to be done to figure out why, and a system that needs to address these issues and figure out how we can curtail the, you know, increasingly high number of mortality for black women during childbirth. So yeah. I-, I think you ladies laid it out. Like it wasn't really a whole lot that I could say other than to expound upon the points that you had already made. So excellent. Excellent.
1: Can I, oh, can I'm, can read read oh, oh, I'm can sorry. Go
0: ahead.
1: I was just going to say when you were talking about, um, islam and um i know i had my own experience when I, when this is when i first started out i'll make it short but i was working at a front desk at a, a dental facility and to tell you how it was that woman couldn't do anything or she could not do anything we gave we asked her questions we asked her to fill out the paperwork she handed it directly to her husband he wanted to go everywhere with her he wanted to go in the back during the exam he i mean it was it was very <laughs> Woo! The culture it it, it it was very different, um, and we needed her signature, and she said no. My husband will my
2: husband will sign for this, and so it's just it's just different. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if there was like a male dentist or something like that, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. that is going to factor in like their, their culture stipulates that, you know, they, um, you know, are alone with men that are not related to them and things like they just have a different, and, and to be completely honest, I am one. And I was talking to my husband about this. Like, I don't judge, people's cultural differences because there are some things in our culture and in American culture that is people would look at as asinine and I think that it's yeah. wrong to yeah. judge from my lens to judge someone else's culture but I do judge extremism and I think for someone having you know a strand of hair outside of their hijab to lose their life uh, you know yeah. I think that that's yeah. extremism it's
0: inhumane yeah. yeah you know what I mean it, it really is inhumane yeah um mahogany i'm gonna read the super chats and then i want to start off my question with you um shout out to dane c he says this g concrete and mahogany hey hey good morning good morning Dane. morning and shout out to demetrius uh demetrius thank you so much for your welcome welcome to becoming a member um membership is open um me and concrete been talking about doing members only content you know what
2: we we're gonna be having a meeting soon and we're gonna figure out something to do for the members we're gonna figure yeah. out
0: something to do for the members yeah um shout out to uncle Stu, old man on the block good morning uncle Stu. he says salute salute army man in the house i support my vets i dropped her channel i will reach out to her as well vets um, stick together thank salute you uncle stew and thank you mm-hmm. thank you And shout out to our beautiful homegirl, Danica Marie. Thank you, Boo. Y'all look cute. Hey, cutie. Thank you. Always showing love. Yes. Um, So shout out to y'all. Thank y'all so much for uh, the super chats. Um, Mahogany, you have dealt with a different form um, of a different set of issues with dealing with fertility and childbirth and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you were going through in vitro fertilization, right? I was I took a break from it. I went
1: we it was a long process. We now it's going on year three, but we took breaks in between because it's, it's, it's a lot to do nonstop. And if you have all kinds of things can happen in between and you do kind of need a recovery period because it's it's stressful on not just the woman's body but the whole family and people around you it can be it can be very emotional and stressful so we took a little break uh from it
0: for a while mm-hmm. okay what was the process like because you don't hear about a lot of women going through the process of in vitro i know one other person that was uh is kind of close to my family but she's the only person i know that's actually went through the process especially as a black woman yes
1: so i'll tell you what happened how i even found out about it it was weird (laughs) but i was working i was working and i worked for different dentists but i was working for this female dentist and she had two twin boys and she was in her early 40s and her kids were quite young and we you know we sit down in the break room together and i was looking at her pictures and I, i just asked her about you know what you know what it was like to become a mom kind of later in age and we had a conversation and um then one day not that same day but later on I um conf- I confided in her that me and my long-term um fella that we had been trying for uh, over over a year and she said well typically once and it's true if you look up that de- by definition if you've been trying to conceive up you've been yeah, pretty much trying to conceive for a period of two years, you really probably need to go see someone because there could be issues that you underlying issues that you don't know about. So that was the first step. And she was the first person to encourage me to do that. Um, But even at that point, I didn't go right away. I wanted to try natural methods. So I did a year of doing natural methods and drinking herbs and eating stuff that tastes like snot and none of that worked. (laughs) But um, it, it was definitely a process do you want me to go more all right yeah because
0: this is you know child anything concerning childbirth and all that stuff is pretty interesting to me because at one point I, I I didn't think I was gonna have a child and you know then I ended up pregnant he's been here almost 11 years but
1: worth it's worth it, it's worth
0: it, it absolutely <laughs> absolutely and you know children will change your life um yes mostly mine has been for the better of course but you know in going through that process you're drinking all the herbs did you ever go see like a midwife or anything like that
1: no um i didn't and even now i kind of you always have thoughts uh, especially if you don't get what you want right away and they warned me they said you might not get what you want right away it takes patience and don't get discouraged but you know um sometimes I wish I had done things a little bit differently instead of going straight to, well like I said I did the herbs and then I went straight to them but there a midwife might have been a, a smart a, a, another smart path um because it once you get started with them not the finances is insane but it can be it can be very discouraging because it's all about numbers with them well you've got you know this blood count and this and it 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 can just be a lot to deal with um especially if the numbers aren't in your favor and then you start beating yourself up and what am i doing wrong while i'm exercising while i'm eating right you know then you start getting to this little mode of pity and what's wrong with me and why can't i do this and it can be really destructive so you do need support you need that support around you when you're going through it
0: do you feel like you received a lot of support from your family in trying to go through this process because you know outside of being costly as hell then you know um people are gonna say well you're at this age why do you want to have a baby right now um you already have a child what's the point you know what i mean and so what was that experience
1: like it was hurtful to be honest sisters. it was very hurtful and i didn't expect it i don't know why i didn't expect it. i didn't i didn't mind it so i mean it did hurt me when it came from friends but it really hurt me when it came from blood um It really, really upset me. Um, And I had to check a few people, and he had to check. (laughs) I had to check him. I'm sorry. If you love me, you 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 know you might not agree with what I'm doing, but at the end of the day, this is not your decision to make. It's mine. I'm not. I'm not getting no money from
2: you. You I'm just mm asking. How do you you know, and um, because this is one of the questions that I actually had down and and I guess this can apply to family, too, because when we talk about, you know, when we talk about everything that's going on in our current climate regarding black women and women in general and their wounds and how everyone is all up in their wounds and there is a constant talking point that women are using and it's kind of like stay out of women's wombs it's kind of mm-hmm. like even in that situation that is something that i would have to tell my family like you're gonna have to mind your business and stay out of my womb you yeah. know like i know you know you don't want to be offensive especially if it's someone close like mom uh you know grandma right. but even in that case, like I'm the one who would have to raise the child. I'm the one who would have to put out right. the, you know, financial resources for, you know, this undertaking. You know, yes. uh, the only support you would be giving me is emotional support, if that. And you know, you're giving me this harsh judgment and criticism. How dare you? Right,
1: yeah. and that's how I felt. Um... So I'll tell you guys about the process in as short as I can. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you do, um, if you have a partner, a husband, a spouse, you go in there with them. Some women don't. Some women, you have to use a sperm donor, just like some women have to use an egg donor. So it's different for everybody. So I, me and my man came in there as a couple. So we did everything as a couple. So they saw us both. And so it's a consultation, of course, at first and they basically want to know what brought you here because for everybody's situation is different but everybody has almost like a breaking point uh, it's not people's first option so they they get a real good understanding of what you've been through you know have you been through miscarriages have you been through this have you, and that's very important information because that 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 then they can know to look for certain things right. for instance if a woman something as simple as a miscarriage if a woman has ever had that she could have um, almost like a scar tissue Mm -hmm. um, built up in the womb that could cause blockage that would stop her from getting pregnant so it it can be an uncomfortable conversation but it's it's a conversation that has to be had so they can understand what they're working with and give you the best option so we did that and um, then the second thing is to be tested now this is the funny thing i gotta show y'all are gonna find this funny i took about and maybe I'm exaggerating I'm going to find that paper I felt like I was getting proked and prodded every which way from Sunday and literally I was like a punk a pincushion. my fiance had to take a total of freaking basically one test and that was a sperm uh motility it, it, a sperm one yes one to my mother freaking hundreds of tests he had to take one, and well we, we both get so they test you for everything to make sure it's safe. They test you for hcds They test you for they test his the sperm count, mobility and the health of the sperm. And gentlemen, yes, even though you guys continue to create sperm, guess what? As you guys go get older, the, the productivity of that sperm does lessen. So a lot of men don't know that they think they could just keep on going. It's, it's not the, the quality, just like our quality of eggs tends to fall off the quality. Um, with older men can can fall off but he we, we were very good there he was happy to know that um i bet from, yes and they i mean everything from blood sugar i mean it's it, it's it's a and some of these tests are very expensive and guess what yeah um a lot of us there's a huge gap that i wish could get filled but the fact is it's expensive and most insurances do not cover it and the ones that do cover a very small percentage so most most of us african-americans we can't afford it that's why you don't see it's not because we don't want to we can't afford it it's, it's it's still very expensive but i wish more of us would do the research and donate so that you can help another woman that might be struggling because it, there's an ignorance and, and i'm a, and i'ma shorten it up for y'all but there's an ignorance and even i was ignorant i when i was younger i thought oh you're donating your eggs what happens when i want to have babies And you know am i going to have eggs left do not worry about that women are born with so many eggs you'll never be able to use the hundreds of thousands of eggs you got so many eggs it's impossible um and so you have way more caucasian women donating in college it's it actually pays quite well um i'm not saying abuse your body or anything but it it's it's something that we should look into a lot of girls pay their way through school doing that um and it's not it's not that I know of the research I've done it's not harmful to your body and you can help another woman that that might really want a baby
0: okay that's uh, interesting okay I'm sorry concrete no go ahead if you have something related go ahead go ahead yeah because I was gonna um ask does like uh doing in vitro like how rare are birth defects and stuff after the process because you don't really hear you you hear about the process you hear about it how expensive it is but you don't really hear uh you hear about designer babies stuff like that but you, you know people mm-hmm. don't really talk about the the after. you know like the child is born and all that good stuff
1: right so um so it's more riskier with, um, there's different types of ways they can help you. Do you mind if I back up? And then I won't no, get to not it. No, not at all. Because I want women to understand, you don't have to take IVF, which is, which is, to be honest, I believe one of the most aggressive ways. There's other steps. Some women just need a little bit of, they just need a little bit of help. They just need a little bit of medication. For me, because of my age, um, as women age, the quali- we have eggs, of course, but the quality goes down. So there's higher chances of miscarriage. And I had had a few miscarriages um, in the past.
0: So there's and
1: once that starts to happening, happening, um, you have to kind of just it's all about a numbers game. What's going to give you the higher chance of what you want? Now, I'm not going to lie, ladies. I'm glad I'm doing this show over here with you. But this is hard for
2: me, girl. This is hard for me. But I, I can I,
0: imagine. I if
2: you need to take a break, just say that. And like we can, you know, I have questions that are not directly related, but they're more related to, you know, the medical side of more general. So if you at any point in time, just say, just give me no, a break. Okay. I feel good talking
1: to y'all and I want to help. That's the thing. Like when you go through something like this, you want to help women. Because there are so yeah. many misconceptions. I had a misconception. I thought only older women go through this. There's so I was in that office with so many 20 year olds, 30 year olds. I mean, it's it's really a community that is is a mixture. And so it's a lot of education that needs to be had. Yes, we go that's, through it. You know, true. but young women go through it too. There's different causes. Oh, some women have—I um, forgot what you call it, but it's like
2: um, PCOS, and that's PCOS. Kind of, yeah, yeah. That was what one of my questions was surrounding. There seems to be a, a, a very um, stark increase in uh, fertility issues, and specifically regarding Black women, PCOS is prevalent in Black women. Um, yes. I don't really tell my business, but I have PCOS, and there are so many um communities on like different social media sites of women who have pcos and the number of women who suffer from pcos is astounding it Mm -hmm. is absolutely astounding personally i believe that it is related to the chemicals in the food that we eat um literally we come from a long line of women who did not have fertility issues literally our women were used for breeding like we didn't have my mom had 10 children my grandmother had seven children my you know like the women in my family had lots of children like i had you know two kids but and you know i have pcos and to be completely honest, if I had not had my children young, I probably would not have been able to have children um, because it mm. worsened as I got like older um but you know i believe that it is tied to you know the chemicals and the foods that we eat and a lot of the medications that we take and you know things of that nature um i wanted to know if you have any beliefs surrounding what is causing the fertility issues with black and brown women you know women of color because there is a um you know astounding number of women who are suffering from fertility issues. And that number is increasing. I've read a myriad of articles about things that they've done to black women and whole communities in the South that like literally generations of black women that prevented them from ever having children. They robbed them of their ability to give birth to children. So I wanted to know if you had any thoughts on that
1: um well to be honest i'm kind of in alignment with you i asked the doctors i i constantly asked well you know because i was told i had a fibroid that was blocking one of my fallopian tubes so and i you know we were talking about surgeries and options and you know it depends on the size if it's real small i'm not going to get into all that but i was like well because and she started reading off the stats about black women and fibroids and i'm like what am i doing this causing me fibroids the fact is they they never could give me an answer and so that leads me to believe um when you look at us as a culture what's so what is separating us from other people and the only thing I could think of but now things are changing because a lot of folks like in the south a lot of these white folks are starting to eat southern food just like we do Um, and they're so I'm not sure I'm really not sure but the only thing I could think of is maybe it's a southern southern diet and things that are in the food now the hormones because you know what
2: I think so. The processed food, if you think about it, Black people live in food deserts. We eat a lot of processed food. We're not eating, and then fresh food is so expensive, and it goes back quick. You need something that's going to last. It's not that you don't have to cook right away, that, you know, vegetables and stuff like that, it only lasts for a certain amount of time. You need that frozen food that you can throw in the back of the freezer that's going to last. I think it's the processed foods that we eat. The food that they sell in the U.S., and even in, in, in the UK, a lot of the food they sell here, they won't even sell it over there. It's illegal.
0: That's That's true. true. That is true. I I also wanted to say that there are times where I feel like Black people are being lied to, even as far as it comes down to uh, the reproductive system. Um, You're told to have a cesarean when you don't need one because they get paid more, doctors get paid more to perform certain things um That's then true. i wonder about how harmful fibroids really are because you're able to survive with fibroids for years on end years on end and i, I, I sometimes it's like I'm i'm wondering like how honest are they being about certain issues? Because it's issues that we we can't see and that we're not specialized in. And we're basically forced to take the word of somebody that you basically, you sign up to trust.
2: And it's
0: not, you can see different doctors, but even those processes get to be very expensive. And, Uh. you know, dealing with insurance and all of that stuff. So I'm always kind of curious, like, um, I would say growing up, I, d- I wouldn't say that I ate a lot of processed foods. My grandmother was from the South. She believed mm. in cooking fresh vegetables and um, she cooked fresh fresh vegetables. We didn't eat a lot of pork, but we ate some pork and stuff. But we generally ate healthy for the most part. Mm. And I do too. That's why I was like, what? Yeah. Then, <laughs> you um, know what? I'm going to tell you something though. Mm-hmm. So I, I think what poisons a lot of our bodies is the birth control. That too. Oh. Yeah, that, that the birth, birth control, control for me. Go ahead, Danny. I was gonna say the birth control probably my I was on Depo Prevera. Mm-hmm. Depo had child. Now I went into the military when I was nineteen, and I was stick skinny, right? By the time I left, honey, I could have been one of the first. I, I looked like I had a BBL. My ass was huge, mm-hmm. huge. Waist was this little ass was this big, honey. You couldn't tell me shit. No, don't get me wrong. But <laughs> it was the depot. But the depot also had me crazy as a box of fucking rocks. It so personality wise, I was <laughs> crying one minute, laughing the next. Really, really up and down emotionally. Then I thought I think for a minute I-, I actually tried to conceive while I was in the military um, when I was engaged. And I was unable to conceive. I'm thankful, you know, everything has its timing, but it took me for so long, you know, I didn't get become pregnant until I was 32. And that was my first pregnancy. So yeah, I it, it, I think it's a lot of different factors. Oh, yeah. I, I think fibroids is one of those things that I'm always kind of questioning. Um, be, and, and especially like going through the military and all the shit that we were pumped with that and going part, through the military. That is military. listen. I'm
2: telling you, that is a good point, especially when you're in the military, because you are essentially a ward of the government like you don't even have you don't have the rights to your own body to say, I refuse this. But I think it's a myriad of different things. It's not just one thing, because I've never in my life taken birth control. Not one day in my life. I didn't eat a lot of processed foods growing up. My mom cooked us. Yeah. And cook dinner every single night of the week we did eat a lot of pork because you know my mom cooked. we had a heavy pork diet but we did not eat a lot of processed foods now when i became a mom i did use processed foods but i've never ever ever once taken a birth control even a pill once in my life so it was i know for me it wasn't that um but i've had i've never had a regular cycle ever in my life either. So I think it's a myriad of things. Mm. I, I think it's even like immunizations. I think that literally, yeah. you know, they use immu- Bill Gates uses immunizations in um, in his missionary trips to Africa as a way to curtail, um, you know, the the. Um, the birth rates in in these foreign countries like literally it's it's a it's a multitude of things that they're using it's not just one thing i think it could be birth it could be the medications it could be the food it could be the diet but i strongly believe that it is directly tied to food it could even be the foods that we eat if you read some of the things like the FDA is not as stringent as we think we think that we no. have this you know um system that that is only permitting food that's safe for us to eat they allow a certain amount of you know rat parts a certain amount no. of bugs in food a certain amount like they literally a- allow genetically um, genetically modified food you you don't really know what you're putting in your body it's it's best for you to research Literally if you see what they do at these fish farms that they have that they grow tilapia and things like that you would be absolutely disgusted at half of the food that we eat. You probably would be like I'm growing all my own food. But you know it's kind of like we have to eat to survive, but the US and the food that they permit us to eat is absolutely disgusting. I've seen so many people, literally I follow like expats and I follow I follow a hashtag in a minute when I'm intrigued by something. And they um, show like that they didn't really modify their diet very differently when they moved to another country, but they lose 20 pounds easy when they move abroad because certain things are outlawed literally mm-hmm. it'll be stuff like skittles or starbursts that you can't eat because the yellow five or this or that that they put in it or you know hot chips you can't eat because they have some kind of chemical in it that like and literally they go elsewhere and they have more fresh food and a lot of their stuff they don't they're not keeping it on the shelves for as long they don't have meat that they keep in storage lockers for two years old you're not eating yep. bad quality food like the u.s permits so right. You uh, up so
1: good points. I know y'all got a super chat. I don't want to, but after y'all do that, I, um, I do got some, I wanted to finish talking about, um, what was I saying about the process? Cause I don't want to forget. I don't want to leave that out.
0: We but got you. Okay. We got you. Um, shout out to Leo Anthony. He says, shout out to my favorite black women on YouTube. Damn, it's about time somebody gave. Hmm. Okay. Thank you, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Gary Miller. Um, he says, My friend took a month off of all sex wifey's preco Well, congratulations, Ooh. dope.
1: Congratulations.
0: Okay. Uh-oh. He, that's the secret. Being backed up, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out oh. to danica with the heavy hands honey. danica be having the money baby uh, yeah, she us. Thank so you, sis. i'm just saying honey danica always coming through um she says definitely need more talks about this about fertility and black women absolutely absolutely um thank you so much for that danica and uh shout out to ace star good morning ace he says everything is spiritual even making a baby um i i agree i agree i i i think it is i think it's very spiritual um so thank you so much for that um mahogany what were you saying Well, you,
1: you and uh, concrete blew it up, honey, everything It's funny, because I hadn't even thought about what you what you guys were bringing up. Like she brought up the food. That's a good point. Because I've thought that too because um, it's like something's got to be causing it. And to what to what concrete just said, the same thing with me. I was I was on birth control for a very, very, very short period of time in my life. And then it didn't take me long to realize because I was gaining weight. I saw Danica talked about that because it does make you gain weight. It yeah. does have all kinds of effects on you. And I, so I knew I didn't want to be on that long. And um, I use um, more of a natural method Um, but I want to, I want to talk about the options. So real, cause you asked me that a long time ago and I'm sorry. I'm so long winded. I kind of went all over the place, but one of the simplest options, there's several, and it sounds silly, but you can tracking, tracking your, um, you've got to learn your, your window, your ovulation window. Yes. And making sure that you're making love, uh, during that time um and just making sure that you're, you you and, and your partner aren't stressed out because this process feeling like okay you got to get here at eight o'clock are my windows you know it can be really nuts and there were times when we were like that like okay come on we got to get this over with and it should it should be fun and enjoyable does it seem
2: like a chore when you have to do <laughs> yeah, that it
3: did. See. It was just like, chef.
2: Well, I, 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 I'm ovulating right now. Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah. you, you know what? You I have made those calls like, okay, you need to get off work early today because it's going down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's going- <laughs> that had to be crazy. And then were there times where you weren't just weren't in the fucking mood? Like, Hell,
1: yes. And it made me mad. I was so mad. I was like, Oh, oh come on
0: get it. <laughs> you guys are making me laugh. Like, what about if your show is on? Like, wait a minute, I'm watching the shot like, like,
1: come on. We both made sacrifices <laughs> <laughs> like she just using me. I am yes, so yes. <laughs>
2: funny.
1: <laughs> but you're right um so it could be something as simple as that to pills to medication to increase your egg volume and I did two um I did two things um and oh sister George you brought up a good point about the fibroids and how let me get through this part and I'm gonna tell you what I think about those fibroids. because I think I let them scare me I think that I waste I think that um after I found out about it I got super scared and I just, instead of continuing to do it to natu- not the, instead of us just trying on our own, I felt like they kind of used that to push me to more aggressive methods when I could have took less aggressive methods and also cheaper methods. So let me tell you one of the methods, it's called IUI. I can't remember right off the bat what it stands for, but it's intrauterine, um, inception i think well i gotta look it up real quick but that was the first thing i'm gonna show you this picture it's just a picture so on this one it's a woman is just just woman with uh fibroids so we this is the healthy one up top and you see the eggs and stuff like that now with IUI, basically the main difference is is that um they're going to put you up on some stirrups they're going to take your your man's sperm that's been cleaned and washed and prepped and everything the viable sperm and they're going to use um almost like a a tube like a tube to uh squirt the sperm in there I'm sorry no. if I'm being and no. basically they're going to close off your cervix right here they're going to close your cervix off you're going to lay up in those stirrups for about 30 minutes at a time and and pray that the sperm and meets the egg and that you conceive. so we tried that that on uh, far as cost is about it can range um like I said if you have insurance we didn't have any so that on cost was about three thousand dollars a a a cycle and you might have to go through several cycles now IVF is different IVF is more aggressive and IVF can can use two other processes IVF you can use your own eggs which I did I used my own eggs um but like I said the issue was with me is that I had a little this these are not mine okay but I had like a little fibroid that was right there and they thought that that meant less than my chances so with IVF they just directly go in they take your eggs out with a, a tube you're you put under and they uh meet then basically I hate that term test tube but they take your eggs out they meet your eggs with your man's sperm and they watch it under conditions under uh you know where it can grow like a microscope type of thing yes and after they 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 keep in touch with you and they say they call you back and they say mahogany you've got such and such embryos are viable eggs that they're growing normally blah, blah 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 and you're all excited but guess what um literally and this upsets me but literally the day before everything was going great and the day before my transfer just out of the blue um so when eggs are dividing they're dividing you have normal cells and you can have abnormal cells but for the most part when you have like over 50 percent that are normal they consider that a normal egg and a healthy one but sometimes the eggs as they divide more and more and more you can start to have higher numbers of negative and they don't want to take the chance of transferring a, 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 a a egg with too many negative cells because it can lead to A spontaneous abortion miscarriage and you don't want to put a woman that's already been through that and now she's paying you thousands and thousands of dollars and you're going to put her through it again so um literally the day before i was supposed to i was so excited i had been on my medicines for months i had i even though i wasn't pregnant technically i had a belly as if i was because all the hormones um and and so they prep you by the way to carry a baby um and uh anyway the day before I was told that the embryos weren't good enough now that they had too many negative um cells but I will say this we do have some still in the freezer we do have some still that we are keeping we're paying and all this is money we're paying for um I'm not gonna lie there was even a period of time where I you know what that's a whole nother emotional thing it's like you don't let's say that you change your mind you constantly have that in your mind well this could be my baby like i can't just leave my baby like what am i going to do with this baby that's there um so it is it's 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 emotional yeah do you guys have any questions
2: um you said it seems like like a very tough process like emotionally um like it it would it seems daunting like you know it, it would take a lot out of you like emotionally
0: um it did yeah it, yeah, did it you, would be very tough did you feel like you had a community of support within that community um because it's rare for african american women to be a part of that did you feel support there
1: no because um Damn. you know I guess I could have done more. I could have. I I reached out to my doctors and when the nurses. You see, so many people every time you look, they poking and prodding. You just mm-hmm. feel like a pincushion, almost like a pregnant woman. <laughs> but um, I mean, what can I? What can you say? I, there was one lady at the at the office that I would talk to, and it is inspiring when you because several people in the office actually went through it themselves. So it's inspiring, and they try to keep you motivated. That you know, when I first, when the first. Uh, round of iui didn't work and i was discouraged and we had spent all this money and that's another thing it's not just this process you have to be on medications also oh yeah uh, yeah you have to be on hormones also uh
0: so um and it's they, interesting because you, now i'm i'm sorry concrete i'm just I'm sorry relating
2: <laughs> to your question danny just really quick did you ever seek out like um an online community of women black women or sisters who you know were going through the Mm -hmm. same thing because like that is like one resource that is a lot of what people don't tap into but i know for just about like For example, I have professional designations that I go through and and obtain. And, like, that's one thing that I did. Like, I went and found Black professionals who were also testing and studying for those same professional designations. And I know sometimes it could be a little strange, but for me, Uh, you know, I like connecting with my people. So, you know, it might have been one or two people that I kind of like ended up connecting with in that group. But I got some very valuable information out of it. So was that something you ever looked into or considered?
1: You know what concrete? I'm going to be honest, that is my personality type. I'm the type of person to seek out people. But for some weird reason, I didn't. And it wasn't shame or anything i'm gonna be honest i stayed working they convinced me that i could work during this time and i was working full time and i was literally so busy and in the beginning let me tell you in the beginning everything was smooth i had a great account um the the doctor was telling me you know at the first it was very discouraging she was like well you you kind of old child you might as well you know she kept on saying that she didn't say it like that but she was like well we gotta keep in mind your age and you know the chances are and it's 0.7 percent was she white yes and, but, but I will say this, I will say this, um, and I can I was so busy with just life. And then I have a son in college
0: mm-hmm. and, and oh, I think yeah. when we
1: first started, he was in high school. So I was doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, sometimes I had my family with me, um, nieces and nephews coming over. So I just kind of kept so busy that I didn't even, I thought about it, but I didn't do it. As, I, I wish that I had, cause I'm, I'm sure the resources are there. Um, that's a good thing women need to do that we
2: need to come together and and, and comfort each other you know a community of sisters is always good i'm going to tell you something like there's nothing like it and i know some women are reluctant or there's that those women who are like you know black women don't make good friends or black women don't know how to be friends like i grew up with so many sisters so sisterhood is you know nothing for me it is second nature for me like i making friends with women like i can do that in my sleep I, i've never struggled with friendships and, and establishing connections with women but i it's not something i want to do with every woman i am very fickle about who i want to connect with because i don't fit like my friendship is special baby everybody ain't don't <laughs> deserve it but i don't struggle with making friendships or connecting with women and i can associate or you know i can be cordial or you know cool with with any black women, baby, listen. Y'all, my people. So you know, but I, I, I do think that you know, sisterhood is important. So you know, I just wanted to wanted to inquire about that. No,
1: I agree with you, and you have every right to be. Um, same situation. I have, I have sisters and brothers, but I grew up, grew up more with my sisters. My older brother had left. You know, he was doing his military thing, and my little brother came along long afterwards. So I, I and, and and I understand that want and need and and that comfort that you get from only a woman honey it was a woman that comforted me when when I went through a lot of this um so I understand hey y'all I see y'all in the chat I'm not going to wear it so I'm just going to grab I want to show you guys something out um I'm going to show you some of my medications but I'm listening to y'all
0: okay okay oh child um for whatever reason I thought the process was going to be a bit strenuous I don't think I even took into account the different factions of all of that you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like you know something is hard but you wouldn't think that you got the medications then seeing the doctors then them testing you every mm-hmm. so it, it's got to be strenuous as hell yeah on just your mental
2: i think from what i've seen like i've just seen it you know different women do it on tv and it's always seemed like a very strenuous daunting like the women have always seemed so drained and it's always seemed like it's taken a lot out of them and just it's every uh, they've always expressed that it's a very strenuous process so from what i've known of it just seeing it from that lens i knew it was
0: tough yes Yes,
1: it can be
0: are you uh still taking the medications even though you've you've taken a break mahogany
1: no, I and that's one thing. And I was tempted to do that mess, but it's very dangerous. You don't want to do that. You only take it when you're under the directive of a doctor because this stuff can kill you. It oh, can kill you. Um, even when I was under the directive of a, of a doctor, I there were times I had to go back and say, hey, take this t- take this dose down. It's it's I can I can barely get through a work day. I'm in so much pain. Take this dose down.
3: Really? One
1: thing with me being in the medical field, I don't play with with medications, mm-hmm. And I try to tell my family, you got to be one thing you got to do when it comes to your health is be a advocate for yourself and a proponent for yourself you know I'll use my mom I love her to death love you to pieces mama but my biggest thing with her is oh the doctor prescribed me this but it's you know I my my chest is beating fast and my head is hurting and I'll say mama go back and let them know Mm -hmm. they need to adjust your dose or put you on something else and she doesn't want to but you have to and and um so i definitely am up on these medicines and this is one this is just to show you the needles were huge honey i i think i got rid of some of the older stuff that were of course if it's expired but i was hesitant to get rid of a lot of this is a vial and then you stick the needle into the vial
0: um and you actually you do it yourself
1: sometimes i'd have sometimes i have no choice i didn't like it but i had to the reason is because and they gave me a schedule i'd have to take it every so many hours so um there's so many different medicines um like i said you're taking progesterone estrogen shots um and you know i have the paperwork to tell you what they are they do do different things but basically uh, say i might have to take one at 8 a.m. and well my man is out at work he leaves the house at five a.m in the morning so sometimes earlier because he has his job so guess what my son even had to give it to me a couple of times because Mm -hmm. um so there's let me show you all something there's different places um so typically um with the progesterone shot it goes in your behind and then with the estrogen shot it can go in like it's been a while since i did it it can go in like the fatty part of your arm it's more fatty so you know people tend to have more fat around their midriff and um the progesterone is more muscular so you want to get it in your butt so yeah i was a pudding cushion my whole family uh had to participate it was interesting it was very interesting. Wow. Of course, oh. my son. Now my son didn't do the butt shots. OK, he did yeah. the arm <laughs> shots for me and he did. And um, if I was if I was being a big baby, he would do the stomach shots.
2: Have mm-hmm. you considered other options at this stage?
1: Um, You know, I'm going to be honest. Yes, um, I wish I'm down here in uh, South Carolina and Charleston. And there's only there's basically one main one. And the next one is, is, is like almost an hour away. And the thing about it is you, I literally had to, oh, I was blessed that I have the type of job and I, I was sitting in the type of position where my boss knew, okay, they were supportive of what I was doing. So they would let me off. But you have to have your hormones tested. You have to have the blood work done every two to three days. How I couldn't afford to drive out 45 minutes every two to three days and then come back to work. So um, I stayed here to this particular clinic because it was convenient, but I was pissed. I was pissed with the way they handled a lot of things. I was pissed that you didn't give me a call to the day before it broke me and my man's heart. Hmm. It did, it really did. We were both crying about it. So
2: right now, are you just at a stage where you're still processing and considering what your next move will be and just haven't made a final decision?
1: no um we got past it took a. it took a while it took a while some months but we finally got past that part the next part is getting the money back up concrete yeah. you gotta get the money back up and that's
0: not- <laughs> expensive as hell and then right. if you if you've been responsible and have put monies to the side for whatever mm-hmm. and then you decide to go through a process like this you know everybody says that it's hella expensive yeah and it's mm. just draining some then, companies i see now
2: have that like a
0: benefit where
2: they give a certain amount for it you know um oh, that they actually have it. a medical benefit where they give you know maybe ten thousand dollars towards ivf or you know a, a certain pers- you know amount
0: that they allot for ivf
2: actually so you
0: know yeah. what i forgot to ask mahogany um okay
1: i'm just looking for it
0: there was something on average how much does it cost on average do you know
1: yeah i have a whole breakdown um so the iui like i was saying could vary between three thousand to five thousand dollars and that's the one where they um just basically you're using your own eggs you're using your own sperm they clamp your um they insert the sperm and then they clamp uh, your service clothes and they just wait for Nature that takes it, its course. That's a lot cheaper. IVF, whew, on average, uh, where we are, was about thirty, thirty, thirty thousand dollars as almost a session around, and it's a, it's around because it's a process. So I'm trying to think. I had all this. I'm sorry, I'm not more together. Um, you have to go through the testing, which takes time, and then um, you have to. When you start the medicines, it has to be on a certain day. It has to be a certain day from your period. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really crazy. Um, like I couldn't start certain medications until because they're, they're almost tricking the body. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're playing. They're tricking the body to think certain things, to get a reaction, um, to produce more eggs. They're making the body produce more eggs um, with IVF. Um, so and then also they're maturing the eggs fast yeah. like i had eggs once they did the test i forgot what it's called once they saw my eggs then they, they said oh you've got a lot of eggs for your age right um but then after that they put me on medicine that would mature my eggs faster and you will start to feel i mean like i said i felt very much pregnant my stomach was yeah. out here, and um and i was eating and gaining weight just like a, a pregnant woman um and uh i was basically just waiting for the embryo to be placed into me so i could carry it um and then even a little while afterwards you have to be on medicine a little bit afterwards to make sure because your chances you asked me uh, earlier your chances are higher with this of having a, a miscarriage than with the regular
2: pregnancy yeah what about have you given any consideration or looked into or research um, options of going out of the country? Like, because, you know, it's likely less expensive in uh, maybe other countries than it is in the U.S. But or is it because it's such an extensive process? Is that not an option because of the testing and it, ha- you know, the having yeah. to happen on certain dates? I think it's more
1: that reason. And then I'm going to be honest and maybe I'm a little bit the ditty with our medical system,
2: because I am a great product yeah. of a United States. I can understand medicine. being <laughs> apple- No, I can yeah. understand that because this isn't this is a little bit different than going and, you know, getting, getting some bun- braces <laughs> or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: this is this is very serious. But it's more it's also like you said, I the the, the testing, I have to go back regularly to be tested, and make sure everything's okay.
0: Um, Since you've concluded the process for now, and you're mm-hmm. you're taking a break for now how easy is it to go back into it from taking a break
1: um well you got to get your head together you and your partner have to have your head together our heads are together like i said now it's more the financial part and the the good thing about it's still scary because you could still like i said you're going to spend money and there's no guarantee there is no guarantee with this process and um no it's not about money but let's face it we're not rich folks we're not we hard-working folks just like everybody else we just believed in something right. you know i had a choice get a new car or do something like this that 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 i really really wanted for forever and he wanted it too so we we just prioritized this because this was important to us and it still is um i will say this so let me tell you all what happened and this is this is the what could be uh I won't say the worst option but the last there's several options this is not the only option um God bless people who adopt because I did think about that too Mm -hmm. who have foster I have foster kids and you know the family I did think about that too
2: yeah that's Um, what I was inquiring about when I talked about other options
1: mm -hmm. so you do have that and those are just as important helping a child Mm -hmm. helping to build families is is just wonderful any way you look at it um but um if my embryos say if my embryos none of them pan out we're gonna pray pray that away but if that were the case the next option would be for me to have a baby mama and what i mean i joke about that all the time but what i mean is have an egg donor and i do actually have i wouldn't be able to disclose that on here because yeah. private. but they have given me con i have literally women Um, our candidates, um, we, we have chosen a few that they, you get to know everything about their history, as far as childbirth, um, their prior births, are the kids healthy? It's really amazing. And um, so we've narrowed it down. Of course, I wanted a child that looked like, you know, me and him, but that's, that's, that would be the final
2: option. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you have researched other options and that's what I was inquiring about. Um, And, you know, you do. uh, I I always I'm I'm a a planner, so I always have a plan A, plan B, plan C, (laughs) you know, and that's just kind of how I do things, especially with things that are of extreme importance to me. I'm always like, okay, you know, I have a fail safe and then a fail safe for the fail safe. So that's yes. you, know, you have that's to. Out. And I will say this, I haven't wiped off
1: adoption or any of that off my because I love children. I've worked with children for years. I love mm. all children. But it's it's a little piece of us that's hoping to to have a little something that looks like
2: yeah. us, you
3: know,
0: and that's
2: And that's still an option on the back burner. Like you right, said, right, it's right. like
0: so- completely ruled out. Okay, so if you got a surrogate now, um, I'm I'm not the smartest person in the world. I don't want y'all to talk shit about me. <laughs> so this might come across as like a really dumbass question.
1: No, no such thing.
0: Okay, so if you gave your eggs and your husband your your man gave his sperm, and mm-hmm. let's say you only had the option of a white woman to carry mm-hmm. your uh baby. Mm-hmm. Your baby would still turn out black, right? It would it would be a mixed baby. I well, know it would know. still be it a would be baby. mixed
2: baby. Uh, can I tell ta- can I really speak on that? And I know you yeah.
0: have super hey, Naima
1: and everybody. Baby. Well, she
2: was asking because now this that's different though. Um what she's asking, mahogany. If you had a carrier though, if your eggs and your because oh. she said the carrier
1: okay so if my eggs but oh i'm gonna carry. my issue is the eggs um but i'm, I'm gonna carry my own maybe okay. i'm good but basically if we used a, a caucasian woman's eggs it would really be his dna even if i carried it, it would be his dna and her dna i would just be the carrier
0: okay okay because that's and what i was would, trying to figure out like if your eggs were good and let's say you you just couldn't carry the baby um and she oh, carried, it would be mine it would be mine it would be okay mine. that's what mm-hmm. i was trying to figure I'm out sorry. don't talk about y'all gonna get y'all ass in trouble over here i'm what sorry i didn't i didn't it?
1: understand I mean. it but i do want to speak on the on the race thing so let me tell y'all because y'all brought this up and there's not a whole lot of african donors because we don't know about it we really have to educate ourselves about this um and they it's not all about money but they pay pretty well to do something you know that could help somebody else but anyway um they only had one because once the, the the second round didn't go well right the doctors was like maybe you should look into egg donation we had always said we didn't want that we was going to use our own eggs because we wanted our own baby but i started to consider it so they told me they said we got one african-american female that just had a, a quota litter. I don't want to say a litter, but she had a lot of eggs, 30 something eggs. (laughs) But she had a a bunch and they were talking about how they would split the eggs between because they they did have other African-American patients, maybe 15 go to me and 15 go to another patient. We had to put a down payment down and our you know first come first serve. It was really crazy. Um, And we talked about it and I wanted those eggs. I mean, it was it was crazy. I wanted those eggs. but so i'm just going to say the rate, you would think it wouldn't be an issue but it is an issue because most people want their offspring to look like them and when also what they did because we we just didn't do that we held on to our own eggs but what they did they said you know what if you ever change your mind we're going to give you a list of these women i call them my baby mamas my future baby mamas they gave me a list of women of uh, potential egg donors and um i specifically asked for african-american i did not that I can't love I could love any child, but, you know,
2: so. But are you able to find your own egg donor outside? Like, can you find your own egg donor?
1: There's a database. So she gave me links to a database, but you have to use it. You have to use uh, a company. And I'm going to tell you why, because oh. of the, 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 the private information. I okay. have a lot of private information. They have a lot of my private information and you don't want any old willy nilly to be able to see your private information. So, so that's why your they, sister
2: can't donate an egg for you. She would have to
1: go through. I would have to take her in to do everything that I did and they would, she would have to go through a process. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Whew. I'm going to read um, the super chats. Yeah, go ahead, Danny. And then I had something else, but
0: um, go ahead. Sure, go ahead. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, it is obvious that you know and understand your body. However, there are women who do not seem to understand their bodies by letting men stick their raw manhood inside them. What advice can you give? I'm kind of- so, uh, concrete. would you like to take what it? advice
2: can I give to women who don't know their bodies and are letting men stick their raw menhoods, manhoods inside them? Yeah. Um, I don't think that that is a matter of not knowing your body. I think that is a matter of. You being nasty and freaky and want somebody raw manhood inside of you. Like, I don't think that the two have anything to do with one another. I think you can know your body and still want that raw manhood inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that there's a correlation. <laughs> well, we got to
0: try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you, know, <laughs> you got to answer it. You got I to it. go ahead,
1: mahogany I walked off but I heard I heard you reading the questions so I'm gonna read you...
0: it again okay, okay I'll read it again for you <laughs> okay it is obvious that you know and understand your body mm-hmm. however there are women who do not seem to understand their bodies by letting men stick their raw manhoods inside them what advice can you give?
1: yeah um that's because the thing is like you said i don't think that really has anything to do with understanding or not understanding your body it's just a matter of you not you're not you i don't i can't say why a person would do that but you know for me because i'm i'm a couple right so and we're trying to have a baby so we're obviously having raw sex unprotected sex because that's what we're trying to do but i wouldn't of course People should not. I don't believe people who are not in a committed relationship should be doing that all willy nilly. Of course, that's dangerous and that puts their lives in danger. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what advice I can
2: give a person like that. After the recent CDC data showed how chlamydia, HIV and um, syphilis Donorrhea. is going up at these alarming rates. Uh, protect yourself, people. That's the only advice that I got. Oh uh, yeah monkey pies it's uh, a lot of stuff yeah, yeah everything protect yourself
0: that's it um protect yourself and pray pray over like before you get ready to have sex <laughs> oh, ask the lord oh. to protect yeah. you
1: yeah.
0: in all things and protect yeah. you from dangerous sperm
1: but i i want to say this too yeah uh, it's so funny, these men, I, I love y'all to death, but y'all are funny. They're always concerned what women are doing to, but what are y'all doing to protect? protect what I was words? thinking that too. What about yeah. the men? He, he don't
2: respect himself. He sticking his manhood inside right. of somebody, like he, he doesn't respect his loins or his pockets because you literally risking it all for some punani. Like, right. so, what's wrong with you? You is
0: killing me. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying. I was thinking
0: (laughs) that too. Shout out to Gary Miller. Um, he says science found sperm sticks to a woman's body and brain. Is that an issue? Is that the issue too much DNA inside in a woman's body? Um I've heard.
1: Go ahead, Smitty. You want you want to get it first? No. Listen. (laughs) <laughs> I, I've heard that theory going around YouTube. Um, I am a science major, bachelor's degree, I will say this. I have never heard from any type a, a, a scientific database study that there's, there's changes in, in DNA all the time, actually. Um some are so minute that there's most most changes in your DNA that happen on a day-to-day basis, by the way, are so minute that they're not going to affect you or affect generation. It, it takes time to affect your DNA. Um, and I've heard men say, Oh, you know, uh women who have sex with multiple partners, that they've got the DNA of all these different men. Um the body, the body cleanses itself and and DNA listen if that's the case then you've got dna of women also i, I just think that that's a, a real huge huge stretch i will say if you that something that i've heard that kind of goes and coincide with that i do believe that there's spiritual connections that happen in bonding I say that, that happen yeah. when you have sex with multiple partners mm. yeah for sure
0: okay thank you gary shout out to the beautiful naima senator buck buckner honey um. That's hey, a Um. Hey. Good morning, honey. Morning. Uh, she says, "Hey, beautiful ladies. Just sending love. I'm out with the family. Talk to y'all later. This thank is you. just beauty overload for me. <laughs> the Aww, chocolate, honey. You. I love yeah, it. Thank, uh, you.
2: thank you.
1: She's getting married, y'all. She announced it on my channel."
2: She's getting Aww, congrats, Hey, what's up, Faith? Oh, Good morning, honey. All, the sisters are, all the sisters are over here today. Yes, <laughs> we need to have more of this girl talk. I'm
0: loving it. I know it's dope. Um, shout out to you, Faith. She says, Loving the cam up, sister George, pretty and pink concrete been working them arms in mahogany with the lioness man Aww, loving you. it so thank sweet. you thank you oh, thank sweet. you good good love look at this a shout out to dj motherfucking nav honey um he says look at sister george looking like a whole first lady of the church not with the <laughs> um and see rose about <laughs> the lead the youth choir and <laughs> melodies in heaven hey auntie i can't sing the lick (laughs) i better be drumming or something
2: because i cannot sing i can direct the choir that's about it
0: (laughs) uh shout out to dane c he says i heard suki hana is selling some eggs oh my god what uh like boiled eggs, scrambled like <laughs> omelettes. What she doing
2: oh I my like God. Uh, ham He's and cheese
0: <laughs> sausage or something. I don't know.
2: Oh my gosh,
0: Mm-mm. I don't think nobody wants nothing from Suki, honey. Mm-mm. Suki dangerous. Yeah, she dangerous, very much so.
2: Yeah, so um, I did have a question. Yes, it it's switching gears just slightly, just a little bit. Um, I know you were talking about your mom advocating for herself and you know the importance of that, and it took me back to what Danny talked about earlier when we talk about the mor- maternal mortality rates, but just more so, like the unconscious biases in medicine, um, which is how they try to nicen it up when we talk about discrimination in medicine um and one of the common unconscious biases that we see in medicine relates to pain um we even saw like with one comp very public situation was like i think it was serena williams when she was experiencing pain and i think she had a blood clot um if i'm not mistaken or something and the doctors weren't listening to her it might have been after she gave birth or something like that but that is very common that is a surefire way that black women experience um, discrimination in the medical field Um, but it also i think um prevents black women from feeling comfortable advocating for themselves as it relates to having conversations with their medical providers i Mm -hmm. personally think that it's very important for you to establish a very trusting relationship with your medical provider and it's important for you to be open with your medical provider if at any Point in time your medical provider does not take your complaint serious you want to have them document that they're refusing to give you or treat you for whatever your complaint is but I say that to say some of the other unconscious biases that we see are you know black women complaining about their um, the notion that they're believed to be single parents when they go in like they'll go into uh, maybe a doctor's appointment or OBGYN appointment um, or you know some sort of checkup without their partner and they're thought to be like a single parent or you know comments are made you know uh with the assumption that they're a single parent and they don't have a partner um you know there are um a, a myriad of different things that black women experience when they are being seen by medical professionals that relate to some of the discriminations that they experience and i wanted to know if you yourself have ever experienced discrimination, you know, in the medical field or if you've heard of some of these unconscious health biases that black women have experienced. And if you believe that there's any truth to black women experiencing discrimination as it relates to, um, you know, the, the medical field.
1: I absolutely have. And
2: I do believe it's true.
1: I know it's true. I've seen it with my own two eyes. I've been behind the scenes of it on the medical side of it. Where I'm seeing staff members treat my people poorly. And I've also been a recipient as a patient. Even this situation, um, Sister George asked me, you know, I feel like there was a lot of just basically not listening to me. I was telling her um, my concerns, and it was basically, you know, basically I felt unheard of a lot of times. Like I said, I took issue with them, but they were the only clinic locally that I could go to. i will say this oh you, you said so much concrete but i gotta touch on it all and i love black women y'all don't get mad at me but i've got to i've got to tell you a little something about this issue it's not your fault if people are ignorant and they believe and they believe that you have the superhuman power that is not your fault that has come from a, a a long history of white folks kind of treating us like mules and and and, and being very just treating our bodies like it like it was you know an animals nothing to be respected are treated kindly but we're that's the reason that I have an issue with that I am a strong black woman I used to say that and I still say it but I'm careful when I say it now because I realize that th- there has been a perpetual um not just of that phrase of us saying it but people putting that in our heads there's nothing wrong with being strong, but I, I do think it's a problem when we're the ones constantly saying it. You don't hear Asian or white women or other women saying that and they get treated a little bit like the women that they are, and we get treated like men sometimes. When the when yep. the authorities come to us, honey, I mean, they 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 boxing us down in the street like we a stone cold man. And that's because some of these suckers really believe that we are so quote unquote strong and we gotta be careful not to to fall for that. I'm not saying being I'm not saying being weak, because I am by no means weak. But I will tell you right now, I i do my strength is not compared to a man. We have a different type yes. of strength. We have the strength to babies, to build family like we have a different type of strength and we should take pride in our strength that we have naturally and not this false made up strength that white people have put on
0: us. I think you are absolutely positively correct. Um we are seen as they don't think we process pain the way other women process pain Mm -hmm. and that's fact all the way down the line especially in childbirth Mm -hmm. especially in childbirth Mm -hmm. they think we can take any and everything um and you know and i I always kind of wondered about that um because i do think other races are women to me they tend to be a little bit more dramatic Mm -hmm. and
2: Right. We hurt,
0: we hurt. You know what I mean? That part. And mm-hmm. it, it it gets to be really interesting as to how people process us when we go through things like that, because I don't think yeah. we are taken serious. If you say you're I, in pain about something, this. you have to be lying or you actually have to actually kind of fight a battle um, mm-hmm. when dealing with certain issues, especially mm-hmm. in healthcare versus other races of women. And I, I think that's... Um, I think that's something really pertinent um, that comes from our yourself. history in this country. And
2: yeah. you are absolutely right. You know, they performed like literally if you read that medical apartheid book, like it details how they would perform surgeries on us. I mean, with no nope. anesthesia, not so much as an aspirin, they performed mm-hmm. experimental surgeries on black yeah. women. And they literally passed down the notion that we have a higher pain time There are black medical students on TikTok today that literally are making videos that say that they're taught in medical school that black people have a higher pain threshold. Literally one, I just saw a video like two weeks ago where someone said that they were in, um, they're in residency and they were in residency with a black, uh, I mean, with a white doctor who said that you have to use a longer needle for black people's skin because their skin is thicker. A doctor told, a, a, a resident, that and they were like that's not true. They they rebutted that and said that's not true. They are still that is literally ingrained in the culture of medicine. So we have to advocate for ourselves. We have to push back. I'm telling y'all if y'all ever come up against situations where the doctor is refusing to do something for you, have them document it and and request for a copy of your file and take it up the ladder. You know, we have to be our you know, we have to advocate for ourselves because it could be a life or death matter seriously
0: yeah um i'm gonna read the super chats and um somebody time faith ass out uh shout out to Ace star he says dna overload how much that affects a woman's body sperm fighting sperm to make churn lol child thank you for your super chat ace just ignorance too
2: Faith play too much. <laughs> Listen, Sister they got their son and their daughter. Sister
0: you gonna put a bun in the oven? <laughs> mm-hmm. You mean got like, a, like and the nephew. They, they don't need none of that. Baby, I'm old as hell. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Listen, that damn 10-year-old and 6-year-old, I, I really like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Baby? she said that's over with baby Oh, um shout out to big truck he says oh. mahogany is feminine she doesn't choose violence um you know babe, what he's saying we not unlike
2: unlike, <laughs> unlike the mother two heifers <laughs> 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 I, I i picked up i picked up what he put down i i picked it up i mean and
0: Man. We tried we're gonna try to make it up to y'all next month. You dirty foots all my- <laughs> We've been, <talking. laughs> we been tearing y'all ass up. We're gonna give y'all a break next month. We're gonna give y'all a break. We we're gonna give y'all a break. I know we've been whooping y'all ass. We've been stomping y'all ass in the ground, but you know, every time I think y'all need a little reinforcement every now and then to realize, you know get somewhere and sit all ass down for me we've been on their head all
2: month long lord have oh you. Long. All month. thank you big truck
0: he's so masculine
1: <laughs> he's a mess but thank you thank you so much that's the first time y'all i i, I usually get called masculine honey because i speak up <laughs>
2: girl he'll be um, calling you masculine next week he's so funny. like if you
0: truck, talk girl, about your in any don't. shape form or fashion honey they Mm-mm. coming for your ass listen <laughs> mm-hmm. do not do not absolutely um, okay where were uh, we? where were we
1: at the, the very z- end oh sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead at the very i found it y'all it took me forever to find the paperwork at the very end i'll read off some of the medicines and what they do um but i found it i I wanted to tell y'all some of the medications
0: mm-hmm. how many different medications uh were you on at once
1: man this is just two i had this bag was full um there were needles all over the place i had a huge there's a huge one um but like i said we, uh, i guess they got rid of the expired ones but um oh uh, lord between nose and the oral pills i probably was on about anywhere from four to six and and you know some doses were four pills at a time I, I was on a lot of medicines which if you know it's funny I say if y'all look back at my videos when I was cussing people out on live streams a lot of times I probably was on those medicines.
0: <laughs> they were some of my <laughs> favorites personally
1: <laughs> yeah I probably was on those medications mm-hmm. I, I, since I, I'm gonna tell y'all some of them since I got it and I did find, oh Lord, I've got too much going on here. It's a lot of papers. I wanted to, oh, girl, I thought I had it.
0: Why does man say I got the Nia Long wig on?
2: <laughs>
0: First of all, so sew so in mind your business.
2: <laughs> Lord have mercy. Are you it's too concerned? Too concerned? They're
1: concerned about cute hair. too.
2: It's cute too. Can mm. Y'all
0: can talk. I'm gonna find it. I just had it. Oh, who who um, tweaked out oh, on Gabe? Huh? I found it. Huh? I found it. Somebody said oh. somebody tweaked out on Gabe. I was like, I That's did. Oh yeah, I oh, did. He I did. About mahogany. He said Gabe. mahogany
2: tweaked out on Gabe.
1: Gabe came for me, honey. I never did nothing to Gabe. He came for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, you know, meet that energy. <laughs> but okay, so IUI actually stands for intrauterine insemination. IUI okay and um so let's th- this isn't all but this is some it's given the complications um I, it talks about the ovulation drugs and this is what i was telling y'all about here is the paper y'all i'm so sorry they have something called gonotropins that's a type of drug to oh lord to kind of uh, increase your increase your eggs and then they have one to ensure the quality of the eggs but like i was saying
0: wait 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 wait, wait because you had mentioned that the doctor initially said that you had a lot of good eggs yeah i did for someone your age
1: right i did um but they were when they first looked they were i guess were image not mature so they give you this medicine to speed up literally speed up the the maturity of the eggs y'all just bear with me one second i just had that paper i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find it because it has everything on there i've got so much but you know what you guys can go to um go to any fertility clinic online near your city and go to the webpage and the the procedures you want look into it it'll have a list of what it entails and the medicines that you'll nine times out of ten be taking but it is very person-to-person because yeah. you know everybody's body is different yeah. and that'll give you an idea some will even give you a quote. They'll try and give you like a price quote, and that very soon because they really can't because they don't know it might work for you in the first round, it might not work for you to round six. So they, it's hard for them to give you. Mm-hmm.
2: I do have another question for you, yes. especially being that you know you're in the position where you know you're um, going through and experiencing all that you're going through and experiencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on? the current state of our climate surrounding this whole Roe v Wade battle uh, for there being a federal ban on abortions, um, especially with the number of abortions that happen in the black community. Right, I, oh Lord,
1: this is so tough, obviously it is. Um, I know I, no, it's okay because that's what we, we are here to talk the tough issues and I've I've given my stance on it and I got beat up for it but it's, it's my opinion you're asking me my opinion so I'm gonna give it to you honestly short and sweet short and sweet as someone who has uh later on in life struggled with having a baby I just feel like it's a huge blessing um but however I am not one of those women that believe that i have the right i just don't believe that i have the right to tell another woman uh what to do necessarily and there's reasons for this i've talked about this a little bit um rape incest um i know of those situations personally and i you know so now they've they've outlawed it i i'm you know i can't say that i'm mad that they're outlawing it, but I do know that there are women in horrible, horrible situations, young girls. And that's another thing we don't talk about. We talk about the abortion, but we don't talk about that. A lot of them are young, young women and why is this happening to them? Um, why do they feel like they don't have the support? Why do they feel like they they have to do this because they're not gonna be supported? I feel like that's the discussion we have to talk about if we're gonna talk about the numbers, because that contrib- that that's a huge factor in what's causing it. They feel like they're unsupported. Um, like i said um i know of someone who had an incest incestual molestation situation and you know she didn't have an abortion but it affected her the rest of her life and she never really was able to have a normal relationship with the man after that because of what happened to her and and so um i don't believe that women in situations like that should should have to carry a child from such a traumatic thing so that's yeah. my thoughts on that but I don't, I'm, I'm not a proponent of it either like I, I i would like for us to have our babies you know what i'm saying i would really like for us to, but i would like for us to have our babies and have the support that we need yeah yeah i don't how know do if you,
2: that it.
1: did that answer it okay yeah. oh yeah absolutely thank you thank
0: you for answering. The how do you think abortion um affects in vitro or the process uh, of that if at all.
1: Well, the doctor told me, I think I know what you're asking me. The doc cuz I asked, I said, you know, I was asking about the fibroids and, and blockages. My my issue was was fibroids, but she was talking about um, you like I said, you can have whether it's an abortion or whether it's um, miscarriage, in my case it was miscarriage, you can have scar tissue that's left over from prior pregnancies and stuff that's why one of the things they ask you if you ever had a um, tubal pregnancy or all those contribute um because it can leave just like when you say you you get cut say somebody stabs you uh, you know um you it's gonna leave it's gonna heal but it's gonna be, leave behind a, a bit of a scar there that can swell up and cause blockages so it is important and it, i'm almost certain it does play a role mm
0: what um, would you oh you got a question concrete
2: no 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 i was just gonna say i thought that faith said something very interesting and i i pretty much agree with that uh, comment that i just highlighted when she was saying like i think that there should be some regulations but i do believe like i don't like the thought of using uh, abortion as a form of birth control, control. which is not something that I, to be completely honest, I don't think that that is something that most women do because abortions are expensive. If you're not, if you don't have the means, or if you're not taking birth control, I don't think people have $1,200 to just be having an abortion every year or every other year. Like, people don't have $1,200 just lying around people that live in, in, in poverty don't typically have money at their disposal like that. I do think that there are women who were negligent with their wombs and went out and got pregnant and like, oh shoot, now I'm going to have an abortion. But I'm not, I don't think that it's something that happens regularly. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I had an abortion last year and I'm, I didn't mess up and I'm still being reckless with my woman. I'm having one again this year. Like, I don't think that it, It's something that happens on a regular occurrence. Um, But she also said something else interesting about there should be a lifetime ban after the second abortion if doing it for reasons other than rape, incest and saving the life of the mother. I just find that to be very interesting. And um, I mean, we don't have a lot of time, so I can't we can't explore it at this time. But I just found that to be a very interesting comment that I've and I've never heard anyone say that. And just I just wanted to highlight it. So yeah, yeah that agree. is
1: interesting. I'm sorry. I agree with regulating it because, in you know, concrete. It's horrible to think that there would be people out there that use it like birth control. I hate this. I I don't want to think it, but at this rate, the where we going? Did y'all hear about the woman that walked in the restaurant butt naked? At this point, nothing surprises me. Yeah. you know what? Well, yeah. Girl,
3: you got a point.
2: Hunt, if somebody gonna walk in Turkey Hut naked because they have a dress code, I, my yeah. people amaze me every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. Yes. So nothing and fighting
0: I was, to be ratchet. Fighting. Yeah,
1: I, booty butt naked. Girl, I would have went off. It would have been a whole nother scene if I was there with my child. Oh, I would have been so angry. That don't because
0: that'll be because it but I'm we not. we're we're getting to a point to where even just regular fucking decorum mm-hmm. is an issue and you can't tell anybody anything because you can't judge me only god can judge me you you did this in your life so you can't point a finger at me we're fighting yeah. to be ratchet like actually fighting for ratchetness and then if you call them ratchet oh bitch we're gonna fight out in the street you're gonna be ratchet right with me it, it's a lose-lose situation it, it, it definitely is a lose-lose situation i have one more question for you mahogany go ahead sweetie i'm listening to everything that i do with this what would you do differently in this process if you had it to do over again
1: I would have tried more um i wouldn't have given so much weight to the woman i'm not gonna lie what the doctor said to me when she said when she was telling me about my age and my chances it discouraged me it made me not even want to be intimate with my partner i didn't even want to have sex like because what happens is after you've been trying and trying and trying you start to feel like well why should i even do this i'm not gonna get pregnant anyway and um it really put a strain on us like I said, he started to feel used like, well, you only want to do it certain times of the month because you're trying to get your baby and it it, it really cut into the intimacy of our relationship. And I think that if I had just kind of taken it as a grain of salt, well, you know, but we're going to keep on trying. We're going to keep on doing our thing instead of let, I let it get to my head so much that it really started to affect our relationship in a bad way. Um, because all, all I could hear was her voice. All I could hear was her point of view. And this and then after that i had i found out that i had a cousin that went through it. She, i never even knew she told me she went through it she got pregnant a year later one of my good friends um him and his wife went through it they got pregnant i think i was telling you that first baby in their 40s my mom had my little brother 41 my sister had my um my niece the last one i think she was 42 so it is it's still very much women are having babies naturally later in life. It's not the end all be all just because the doctor says it. So I wish that I had prayed more. I wish that I had not hang
2: on her every word just because she was a doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's it. that's very important too. I'm gonna tell you like real talk. I people don't understand the importance of you know, people will try to minimize how important it is for you to have someone that you can connect with as your healthcare provider i am telling you i drive 50 minutes to see my doctor because she's a black woman not only is she a black woman she is a black woman who cares about my health who connected with me from my very first visit in a way that I've never had any medical professional connect with me. I'm talking about the medicine that I was on. She said, oh, this ain't good for Black people. She said, that this medication that you're on is, is proven to not be good for Black people. These are ones that are good for Black people. There, there, there have been side effects that are not good. Like That in and of itself sold me like, what? Not only that, my insurance is crappy as heck. She told me ways around coming to visit her that would save me money out of pocket. Since you saving me money and you're like, literally, it was life changing for me. My insurance last year dropped. Um, She is with Wellstar, like a big hospital. They were no longer with Wellstar. I was going to pay the $300 out of pocket to go see her. I'm like, I'm not canceling my appointment um three weeks before i was set to um go see her they had worked out the issues with my insurance company and they contacted me like oh you don't have to pay for your appointment i didn't care if i had to i was paying to go see her because that's how bomb she is it makes all the difference in the world going to see somebody that you can connect with and i say all that to say we talked um with dana a few weeks back and we were talking about there not being enough um black uh um, psychologists for black men Mm -hmm. and them not feeling comfortable. I listened to a video today of a black female psychologist, and she talked about why there's too few black male psychologists going into the field of psychology. She talked about how black men are not encouraged to express themselves and to essentially, um, they're not encouraged to, um, you know, show their feelings and things like that. They're not encouraged to um, do things that would make them, um interested in the field of psychology and therefore none of them would you know very few of them are going to be intrigued by psychology and how it starts early and i'm like dang that makes perfect sense for black men I'm my husband literally when we talked about if we wanted to do premarital counseling he's like i don't really want to go to uh, a black woman I, and I'm not going to a white man or a white woman. He wanted to go to somebody who looks like him. And most black women, uh, professional black women, have feminist attitudes. So he was apprehensive about going to a black woman. It is important for you to see someone who is a reflection of you, who you don't think have these biased beliefs. And, you know, going to a doctor who is, is going to have these preconceived notions or be shut down or not that- connect in that way will literally be very off-putting to you and can make you have a very horrible experience and change your view of you know your entire experience this was supposed to be a very special experience for you so i'm sorry that you had to deal with yeah
1: well
2: thank you thank you
1: thank you so much
0: um, shout out to Kerlin. He says, uh, speaking of Roe v. Wade, a true story at the barbershop and a lady was mad that it was flipped like heated, said she had already had a few and was talking around the fact that she might be pregnant now. It's just sad. It
2: is <laughs> Every sad. time I try to defend them, like they ain't doing this, they ain't doing that. They show up and show out every Listen, time. Listen every time uh
0: you know um make you make your ass a fool quick child (laughs) Uh,
1: um can i read a couple things sure sure oh oh no read the sister's comment i'm sorry
2: no, I was just highlighting it real quick. De- Danica was also saying, you know, she had her dentist is a black woman with an all black staff in a white area, and they're the only dentist that she trusts. Like, I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. And I didn't realize how important it was until I had that experience. That changed my experience. And literally, I, I'm going to tell you, I looked for a black doctor because. I had an Indian doctor before, and she was very rude. And she was not personable. Her bedside manner was absolutely horrible. And I'm like, damn, this lady is so freaking rude. And I thought yeah. it was just cultural. So I specifically looked for a Black doctor. And when I found her and went in there, and the first thing she said to me was my medication was not good for me being a Black woman. And then she was changing it to a medication that she knew worked well with Black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sold. And then when she saved me money, I'm like, sis, I'm never leaving you. Like, I had ever. an
0: African doctor uh, as a uh, my general practitioner. And she, it, it, the way she came across was horrible to me. And, oh. you know, as a, a older woman, I'm not in my 20s, so you know, as you get older, you start to learn way more about your body, how you function, what's good for you. And we we do our research, and not to say that I'm smarter than a doctor, but I do know my body and I'm allowed to question you and ask questions. But it it, it the way sh- I honey, I switched so quick, like no ma'am. Um, <laughs> just reckless. Um, they so I'm chronically anemic. Oh, and, they wanted me to come all the way to Atlanta to have uh blood work and all this shit, and i'm like okay i live over in this area y'all can schedule something over here right. um, because y'all have done this process before honey that lady was talking uh talking to me like i was five and i'm like i'm not your child i, I am a paying patient i don't owe you shit. you know what i'm saying so i i switched really quick um because I'm I'm serious about my health care, and you're gonna treat me a certain way, especially with the way exactly. healthcare costs. No, more. exactly
3: advocating you yeah.
0: for yourself, advocating yeah, and you yourself. have to, um, otherwise, you won't get what you what you really need out of that situation, and it healthcare is personal, um, and it 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 could be draining on your emotions, it, it, you know, especially if you're going through something traumatic. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am you 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 don't you don't talk to me no any old kind of way. You ain't gonna handle me rough. Um, shut off, shut out to uh, Harambe. Knock it off. Um, he <laughs> says, or maybe it's dark women more than any put off having children until they are the geriatric pregnancy ages, thirty to forty five. I mean, we can't win it because at one I mean, one point we was having babies way too rough. young. Everybody had a problem with that. Then when we decide, okay, we're going to take care of ourselves, just like we've been taught to, to take right. care of ourselves. Then when we do get pregnant at certain ages, it's like, you can't win for losing. You can't,
1: you can't. That's, oh, go ahead. I wanted to say something about the age thing though. Go ahead. Go ahead, Marga. Um, I will, we all know that it's, it's a little easier when you're within your, quote unquote, normal reproductive years, you know, from 24 or whatever to 35, you know, you, they say, they say after 35, you know, and the numbers, I do have a, a chart here with the numbers dropping off far as your chances of, of, of a healthy, not a healthy pregnancy, excuse me, but a successful full-term pregnancy. Because um, you can still have healthy pregnancies. That That's completely different. Um, I will say this. I do think society and, and as a whole has lied to a lot of, I know for me, I was always told to focus on my education. You can always worry about a man later, blah, blah, blah. I was told that night and day, and I know why my mother did that. It was because, you know, she invested her life into um, a marriage and, and and was ended up with children that she had to care for and she didn't want to see us in that same position so she always said, go get your education nobody can take that away from you you know what i'm saying but i spent many a years working on my career and working on my education and so i do have a little bit of regret about not having a second child sooner but I do want to encourage women I don't want to discourage them I want to encourage them that just because you're older doesn't mean it's impossible it's not impossible it's more possible than you think but it is a little bit easier if you get it started a little bit earlier that's all
0: okay. um mm-hmm. shout out to her knock it off mm-hmm. again thank you so much Um, he says, even after all the physical stress they put on their bodies in their 20s, like drugs, alcohol, STD, starvation, sleep deprivation, smoking, and physical traumas, um, not all of our women are doing those things. Not all of of our women are doing those things, Um, sir. I've never smoked, I don't do drugs. Um... I mean, are we
2: talking
1: about
0: black women? Like, black men don't (laughs) do (laughs) anything. like it can't be the sperm. It it ain't the sperm at all. These niggas don't even drink water. (laughs) I
2: mean, he looks like Mountain Dew when he over here talking. Look, sir, stop.
0: (laughs) He just hot, child. Lord have mercy. Shout out to Harambe again. Thank you so much. He says, and then they act surprised when their pregnancy has many complications, stillborns and miscarriage as well as other inherent health risks. You know what
2: though? let me say this Harambi. like this is a very sensitive topic our guest like she literally came on here she's being very open about her journey clearly she is a very healthy woman if you look on her social media she shows herself working out she's very conscious about what she puts in her body and like this is something very sensitive so we're, that's not to say that there aren't some black women who do have these issues and that's part of it but like let's not act like that there aren't other there are varying factors that also come into play and that's not the story here so you know that's not what this that's not what our guest is that's not her story so you know we get what you're getting at and we're not saying that there aren't some black women that 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 that, that is part it, though, of their problem that's right? part of their struggle and why they struggle with reproducing but that's not mahogany story so you know Thank you for the support, but you know, that that ain't that ain't her story. That ain't this. This ain't that. Yeah. You know. Well,
1: I do appreciate it. y'all. Don't go nowhere. My phone, I gotta get my charger. I don't want this to cut off. Okay, so
2: we're we about on. to wrap it up anyway, because we got another one coming right after this. So we're gonna finish the super chats and then we'll do closing comments because I need a second before the, the next um the next uh one kicks off, anyways.
0: Okay. Go I'll ahead. be right back. Okay. Okay. Um shout out to Harambi again. He says, Oh, but oh i forget geriatric pregnancy is based on you eurocentric women reproductive standards or some ish but uh to be honest a lot of it is a lot of it is uh there are very few black obgyns, very few um we talked about how they think we have a different pain tolerance um black women are more likely to die within pregnancy um due to homicide than any other woman black women are due to die in um pregnancy uh due to medical conditions than any other woman but a lot of the things aren't necessarily things that we did to our own or by ourselves and that's
3: true no so, you right. know
0: there there a lot of factors involved with it let me let me
2: say this, Black Wizard, that's not the same thing. That's not, this isn't a man expressing his feelings. This is literally, we've had a woman that is on here that is literally telling her story about her fertility journey and the struggles that she's endured. And this is a man that is making comments that are, quite frankly, they're coming off as very insensitive. Like she literally, from the beginning, talked about how difficult it is about her opening up, about how difficult this journey has been for her. And although though Harambee might not have been here for the entire thing, I think that we would be remiss by not saying, hey, that's not her story. Like, we're not dismissing what he's saying. We're acknowledging that, yes, in part, there are some women that they might be struggling because of drug abuse, alcohol abuse, and not doing things right in their 20s. But our guest, and, and I see he's acknowledging that. So I'm not jumping all over you, Harambi, but I'm just saying this to say, to, to acknowledge what Black Wizard said directly under your comment, um, we're not dismissing a black man's feelings in saying this. This is in relation to a black woman who has come on here and for the last two hours essentially bared her, you know, experience that is very private. She's been very vulnerable, very open about something that is, you know, quite frankly painful to share and intimate. And you know that that's something that you know I would protect I don't care who it is because that's you know you're bearing a part of your soul and sharing that on a very public platform so in addition we're able to see that a lot of the, the comments that he's making is they're not applicable to mahogany you know she's healthy she's health conscious and you know they, they just don't apply so we would be remiss yeah. in not pointing that out and that is not to say that Harambi does not have a point and that these these Things that he's saying don't apply to some black women just doesn't apply to mahogany, that's all. Yes, yes. hey, let's
1: true? Can I say a little something? Yeah, mahogany, we want to have
2: final comments, so the floor is yours. Uh, uh okay, I- unless you, I'm sorry, I-, I took the floor. Sorry, Danny, did you want to add anything before we get to mahogany? Sorry,
0: no, um, I'm just grateful that you came on our platform to actually have this discussion this is wonderful um,
1: I'm thank I'm grateful thank you
0: thank you thank it you uh, because good. it's a tough thing to talk about but you know I'm glad that you trusted us to uh, actually have a conversation and that means a lot it, it does mean a lot so thank you yes. so much
1: thank you I, um thank you so much I I'm I'm grateful it feels good something about being able to get stuff off your chest and feeling like you're helping people because I know like I said i was surprised at how many people so my age group right the 40s most of my friends are on to their second marriage some are on to their third and guess what they got new hubbies or whatever and guess what they're trying to have babies so this is actually becoming more and more and more common even though it's a little rare right now um but as insurance and stuff as people uh increase opportunities i think we'll see more and more of this from all types of women and i wanted to shed a light maybe this will give him some comfort mr harambe um i wanted to shed a light that men go through a lot with this too my partner went. i wish he would child he's arresting he went to work um i wish but we both went through it um yeah, so, so. I, and uh, the thing of it is this conversation is important because I'm not, I mean, the truth is, the matter is, I've, I've never been a party girl. And so many women, so many women we go through, well, what did I do? What did I do? Sometimes you just didn't do anything. Sometimes it's just what it is. But you work with what you got, you, you, you deal with the hands that you're dealt the best way you know how, because it's not always necessarily a fault that something happens or doesn't happen. Right. You get the hands that you dealt. That's all. And uh, so this is important for us to talk about. I'm going to try and be quick with it. I did find a few things. We actually brought up the age and I had found the chart of the age. Um, I guess I don't really need to go through this. Uh, I'm going to try and be as fast as I can, y'all. I know y'all ready to go. So uh, one of the medicines, like I said, is called gonotropins. Um, they're used to stimulate ovaries and produce growth follicles of eggs um we talked about that um hcg is a type of hormone human uh chorionic gonotropin this type of hormone same thing to mature eggs like we talked about earlier and there's a whole bunch of other ones age and fertility i do want to quickly read a stat we already i don't need to really read it but it's just basically saying that we lose a large number of our eggs by the time we're not 40. so we should try and try and do it before then but there's you still can do it after this. Um, oh Lord, what else did I? I want to make sure I get through everything. I do have something here since we were talking about cost. I just want to show you a quick little chart. Okay, these are different. Let me see, make sure y'all can't see my information, honey. But uh, not y'all, but these people online. Okay, so here's some, 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 just some costs. I, I don't know, can you guys see, or should I just read it off? Can you guys see this at all? Read
0: it off for us, Mahogany.
1: Okay. Because
0: you know, um, big mama blind, honey. <laughs>
1: Okay, so this is just some of the costs. I mean, just the, mo- so this is after the other stuff and this total right here is up is close to $5,000, but just monitoring. So after they retrieve your eggs, right? Let's say you're doing the IVF. Monitoring is about $3,000. Um, the retrieval itself is about $5,000. It's right here is $5,000. Um, then each egg, it says um, to prepare the eggs and the sperm all together it's about another three thousand dollars to freeze the eggs is about five hundred dollars and then we pay a yearly fee a semi-annual fleet fee and a monthly fee to keep our eggs frozen our embryos frozen um to thaw to thaw the embryos at six hundred
0: twenty five dollars um to monitor
1: just to, to thaw monitor, it out honey to take it to out, the out. <laughs> yes just to um also to when the when they're transferring the eggs back in, because they, they're monitoring it when it's in the little incubator thing, and then they're monitoring it when they transfer. That's another um, $356. Um, and just case management and everything all together, you're looking at another $2,000. It's pricey. Um, so it's it's not easy to do this is what I'm trying to let people know. And people do this because they really, really, they really, really want family. And um, I think it's great
2: absolutely very very um but you know that's that's you know the thing about it is that is definitely another side of family planning um Mm -hmm. you're very intentional about it you're making sure that you're saving up on the front end before you even start the process before you get the ball rolling on this so that's another aspect of family planning because you know that you're sure about this and this is something that you really want going in so you know that's another way to look at it but yes, yeah, thank you for sharing that can y'all see anything that I'm putting up oh barely, yeah we can like see you it. can't really see it uh okay. you, you can barely make it out oh so look at
1: that cost though that's for the IUI the less invasive one that's just mm-hmm. one round now imagine if you have to have six or seven rounds that wow. what I'm
3: yeah. and that
1: does not include the medicine the medicine was several thousand dollars Yeah. so it, it can be
0: very pricey yeah
1: so Um, do you think
0: that you're gonna go back to to
1: we are so we're waiting to get basically even though we don't have our little one we still have a debt to pay so we um in some places don't let you do it this way but we've been with them a while and we've always paid our debt so they're they have agreed to do a payment arrangement with us but a lot of people they want that money up front but we we've been paying um so once we get it paid down I had to give up my, you know, I wanted another car, but no. Nope. Uh, once we get that paid down, uh, we're going to try for, to unfreeze some eggs that I have and give it one more go. If that doesn't work, we might have to look at other options. And um, like I said, I'm not beyond adoption. I think adoption is great. I just, you know, and this can hold you back too, ladies and gentlemen is, and maybe that is my, my, my sin here is that I want so much for, for a child that looks like us between us that it might be and you know that's something I might have to pray on that might be blinding kind of this journey here because I want this I want this um adoption is 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 a great is also a good option so I haven't ruled that out
0: yeah
1: yeah well I hope I haven't dragged you all through the mud honey
0: no I I I think this was an important conversation for us to have we've never had talked about this type of uh thing on this channel before so I think it was an important conversation to have. Um, we did learn some stuff. Um, because I would say that when I came came into the interview, um, not any not any real knowledge of the full processes, the medications, um, how strenuous it's been, just not having a a, a range of knowledge on it at all. So I, I'm glad you came through and um you did the interview with us. Yeah, this
1: is this is that so this, you know, just showing you the places that we had my son and my man and you know it's hard like how am i going to stick myself there that's really hard to reach and they show yeah. you and they and, and um, these are some other options you know but they show you how to pinch the low fat or whatever in the hips and thighs and in the back of the arms where the fat is
0: so you become a you become your own little
1: medical assistant i guess
0: <laughs> yeah 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 well mahogany um we are so grateful you came through um and we appreciate you so shout out to you for coming through and sharing your story with us
1: I appreciate y'all I I thank you guys thank you I had a wonderful time y'all If y'all
3: Thanks.
0: not subscribed, check me out. Yes, <laughs> yes, everybody go sub subscribe.
2: To, yes, okay. go sub to Mahogany. Absolutely. Check her out. She has very diverse content. Again, thank you, Mahogany. We really appreciate this. This is very different content than what we're used to doing, but very interesting, very intriguing. Um, this is, I enjoyed this. Very different content. I but, yeah, I enjoyed the conversation all the way through. So thank you again, sis
1: you're welcome okay I guess I'll hop down now y'all I'm a uh, listen even though I'm leaving I've got to go visit somebody I'm gonna try and pop in and watch your next interview because I know you guys are going live in a little while so peace love you thank you so much I'm gonna hop down thank you
3: thank you enjoy your Sunday boo
0: you too Bye 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 Um, you guys, uh, tune in, in about 30 minutes. We have our next interview with an expat, um, known as the vegan food on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And she's also on TikTok. Uh, y'all get into it come right back go grab a snack come back i'm
2: trying to tell y'all y'all don't want to miss this because the passport movement is not exclusive to black men and black women ain't new to this so come back Mm. because y'all about to get y'all whole lives we about to put y'all on game because really and truly y'all are co-opting a movement that black women been on to so
0: come back. Come, come, come back we're We gonna tell y'all about it. Come, come what back. this? Mhm, mm-hmm. mm. That part. Um, a shout out to Toya the Tutor. Excuse me, Toya the Texan, honey. Um, necessary conversation. Thank, thank, thank you,
2: you.
0: Um, thank you so much, Miss Toya. I love me some Toya, honey. <laughs> Black <laughs> Wizard, come back! Don't play no games. <laughs> Child, He always trying to leave. I'm Sit down. Sit down. We gonna handcuff him to the chat but anyway, listen we'll be back
2: back in about 30 minutes give us 30 minutes and we'll be we'll see y'all
0: right back here all right y'all y'all have a good one we are out